Get set for this episode of A-Level Biology Revision Bites, where we'll break down your revision into fun, bite-sized chunks while having a few laughs along the way. For more in-depth online learning, head on over to snaprevise.co.uk and see how our intelligent platform can transform your revision and help you score better grades with less stress. Here's the show. It's a well-known fact that in order to shop at Waitrose for artisan bread and vegan butternut and pumpkin pate, you simply have to drive a very large German 4x4 SUV or something similar from Land Rover. It's just a thing, okay? And it's much the same with oxidative phosphorylation. It simply must have oxygen. It's just a thing too. Now, if you were paying attention in class, you'll know that the final stage of aerobic respiration is oxidative phosphorylation. Oxidative phosphorylation can, honestly darling, only occur in the presence of oxygen and is the stage at which the highest number of ATP molecules are generated. The clue is in the word oxidative. Bit of a giveaway. It utilizes the hydrogen atoms carried by the reduced NAD and FAD coenzymes formed in the earlier stages of respiration. The electrons and protons from the hydrogen atoms both serve a distinct function in oxidative phosphorylation to help synthesize ATP. So, now we have that agreed, let's look at the electron transfer chain. Embedded in the inner mitochondrial membrane are electron carrier proteins, which form the electron transfer chain. Now, this is more like the checkout belt at Lidl. I hope you're noticing we're very even-handed with our supermarkets here at Snap Revise. Anyway, when the reduced coenzymes NAD and FAD approach the inner mitochondrial membrane, they donate the electrons of the hydrogen atoms they are carrying to the first electron carrier molecule. Just like kids at Little put giant value packs of cheesy puffs into their mum's baskets as she is queuing to pay. Electrons are then passed along the electron carrier molecules in a series of oxidation-reduced reactions, releasing energy as they flow down the electron transfer chain. The energy released from this process is then used to synthesize ATP in the second part of oxidative phosphorylation. Next, let's look at chemiomyosis and the proton gradient. Now that's not the name of an indie band playing in one of the small tents at Glastonbury. It's all about when electrons move down the electron transfer chain, they release energy. This energy is used to actively pump protons, H+, from the mitochondrial matrix into the inner membranal space. The accumulation of protons in the intermembranal space results in a chemiosmotic potential, also known as the proton gradient, forming across the inner mitochondrial membrane. The chemiosmotic potential is a source of energy that can be used to generate ATP. Once the proton gradient has been established, the synthesis of ATP by oxidative phosphorylation can occur. Let's talk a bit more about ATP. ATP synthase is an enzyme that is also embedded in the inner mitochondrial membrane along with the electron carrier molecules. Although the inner mitochondrial membrane is impermeable to protons, protons can diffuse across the membrane back into the matrix through the ATP synthase channels. 
That's like when you have one of those massive queues in Sainsbury's at the self-checkout. You just go old school and go to one of the manned checkouts. The queue looks short. Then you realise your mistake when the retired lady in front of you is paying but then starts telling the cashier about her hip operation in detail and the fact that her son has moved to Aberdeen and never writes. Anyway, the movement of protons cause ATP synthase to change shape, and this results in ATP being synthesized. Now let's look at oxygen as the final electron acceptor. The final stage of oxidative phosphorylation requires oxygen. Oxygen combines with the protons that have diffused through the ATP synthase channel and the electrons that have been passed along the electron transfer chain. The combination of protons, electrons, and oxygen in the mitochondrial matrix forms water. Shall we do the formula for that? Yes, okay. So, it's written as 1 over 2O subscript 2 plus 2E minus plus 2H superscript plus gives H2O. Oxygen is therefore described as the final electron acceptor. Oxygen is vital for respiration as it helps maintain the proton gradient and allows the electron transfer chain to continue by accepting electrons. That's it for today's episode of A-Level Biology Revision Bites. Are you looking for some extra help to improve your grades but can't bear the thought of forking out £50 an hour for a private tutor? Neither can we, and that's why we built SnapRevise. SnapRevise is an intelligent platform that provides high-quality, tailored support that is more effective than private tutoring and is available anytime, anywhere, for a fraction of the cost. We have a whole range of amazing resources to suit all learning types, from bite-sized videos, self-marking quizzes, to mini-revision guides, and predicted exam packs. We've built extremely smart technology that accelerates your learning by finding your knowledge gaps and filling them. And we have on-site tutors who are available to answer your questions 24-7, so you're never left in the dark. Head on over to snaprevise.co.uk or download our app and get your free trial now. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you can get the latest podcasts as soon as they come out. And while you're at it, leave us a review and give us a rating so we can keep bringing you as many free, high-quality podcasts as possible. See you next time.